Hi, back again, Pavers Explained. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody can kind of, even before I start talking, can kind of like guess what today will be about. Um, you know, I know all of us know about the Kobe news. Um, that's, first of all, heart, uh, hearts go, prayers in my heart goes out to, you know, his family, um, um, Kobe, Gigi, Vanessa, the rest of the daughters, and also the other um, eight people that perished. It was like, well, seven people that perished. Um, in a helicopter accident, um, you know, I, I've tweeted about it mad times at this point, but, you know, um, I'm not, uh, um, for me, it was just really random. Like, you know, I, um, my mom passed away last year. Well, well, it'd be going on two years in August. Um, that was probably the most random news I've ever gotten, um. Mainly because when I got the phone call, like, I thought, well, okay, so backstory. Everybody in my family is old. So every time I get a call, it could realistically be a call. Because first of all, my godmother doesn't call me too often. So every time I get a call from home, it could realistically be somebody telling me somebody passed away. Like, every single time, that's a real thought. I answer the phone, like, oh, God, let me, okay. And I judge by the voice if something has happened. So I, you know, answered the phone this day, and I could tell the voice was, like, really weird. I thought my guy was calling me and telling me me and my grandma passed away because, I mean, my grandma is just, like, at that age where that happens to people. Like, she's, at that point in time, she was 89. She had been having the trouble and stuff like that as well. So I thought she was calling me and telling me that. But she, she called me and told me my mom passed away. I was like, wait, what? Like, I wasn't expecting to hear that news. It was, like, the same reaction I got, you know, when, when Kobe, when I got the news that Kobe passed away. You know, obviously, you know, my mom is a little bit more personal than me. But just as far as, like, shock value and just, like, surprise... It's the same level of of, of, of of shock I had. Like, I really couldn't believe it. You know, like, some people, especially when it comes to, you know, celebrities and, and, and just people that, you know, Kobe is somebody that, for me as a basketball fan, um, I don't think there was ever a time in which I knew about basketball in which I didn't know who Kobe Bryant was. Um, I felt like probably the first people I realized existed playing basketball was Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Allen Iverson, Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant. So probably the first names I realized, you know, play basketball. I know the first, one of the first, like the first basketball memories I have um, are of the 96 finals. Well, I don't know, back in, even even before the finals, the, the day the Bulls won 70 games, they won it against Milwaukee. So I remember that day. Um, I remember the 96 finals, the 97 All-Star game. Um, I remember the flu game. Um, I remember, I think, game one of the finals. Um... And I remember um, the 98 All-Star game, which is when Kobe and KG made their first appearance. Um, and then the 98 finals, obviously, I remember. And also uh, when Reggie Miller pushed Mike. So those are some of my first, like, memories in life. Like, not even just basketball memories, literally memories in life. Um, and, you know, Kobe has been a part of that since, you know, I was born. So some people just seem, like, bigger than life. You know, I remember when Michael Jackson died. Um, so Xbox Live and one of the homies. And he was like, man, Michael Jackson don't die. Like, what the hell? Like, Michael Jackson don't die. Same thing I felt with Kobe. Like, yo, Kobe don't die. Especially, you know, something like that. Like a, a helicopter crash. Or something that he's been taking for years and years and years and years and years. Um, but, you know, life is just unfortunate like that sometimes. There's really no real explanation for it. It's just that, you know, when I guess it's your time, it's your time. And you really can't, there's nothing you, you can do to avoid it. You know, you you, you pray that it's far out. And, and, and you know, you, you, you live as much of life as you possibly can. Um... And also it's weird because, you know, with some people it's like you don't ever want to say that, you know, 
some people is it's not as shocking as others because of the type of lifestyle they were living, you know, and it it is it's not as shocking as others. But with, you know, somebody who seemed to be living, you know, a perfectly fine lifestyle, you know, was healthy, didn't seem to be out here wild and doing anything wild. And, you know, for that to be happening, um, when he's taking his daughter just to a basketball game, it's like, damn, like, that's really, really unfortunate. But I think the one thing that it made me think about and look at for real is like mortality, you know, because you look at a figure who seems immortal and a guy who you think, you know, is all the injuries he battled through. And it just seems like, nah, like that doesn't happen to Kobe. Like that don't happen to Kobe. But it makes you look at it like, yo, if that can happen to Kobe, what can happen to me? You know what I'm saying? I, I think it, 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 me, I have a different relationship, I feel like, with, with, you know, kind of that, like, life and death and things like that. Uh, for one, I remember, like, when I realized, well, we went back and I kind of, like, you know, researched some stuff and found some stuff. And I realized I was born not breathing. Didn't know that, but I was born not breathing. Now, I don't know how, um odd it is or awkward it is for somebody to have a long life and no health problems after that, but that did happen to me. Um, so I got a little bit of a different relationships uh, with, you know, things like that. Um, you know, I also deal with mom stuff and stuff like that. I have a little bit of a different relationship, you know, with, with um, you know, mortality and dealing with things like that. But, I mean, it's always a thought that's on my mind, especially when, you know, you see something like that in somebody like Kobe, man. It's just like, that's not supposed to happen to Kobe. You know, like, you think of that guy as, like, a figure that's bigger than life. And it's like, even if you may be a figure that's bigger than life, a figure that, you know, it, it, that, 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 you know, seems like that doesn't happen to, it does. When it's your day, it's your day, and you really can't control that. And, you know, I've been saying it since, you know, the Sunday. Um, like, you really have to live every day to the fullest. Um, and it's such a, such a cliche, and, you know, you know, I mean, obviously, it's heavy on everybody's hearts and on and then you know on everybody's minds right now. That statement is um, obviously, you know, every day you're not gonna wake up like, oh, I could die today. Like that's just a really sobering thing to even think about every day. So every day you're not really gonna think about it and not gonna, you know, um, um, display that and put that forward. Like you just aren't every day. It's just like I wish we all would, but that's just not how we gonna again approach life. Because for one, thinking like, oh man, I could like not walk back in the house today. I could die today. It's a very sobering thing, and, like, who wants to live with that type of stress on their mind every single day? But seriously, man, you have to appreciate every single day and live every single day like it's your last because it could really be your last. Now, what's living every single day like it's your last, I think that has different meanings to different people. For me, I think it's just um, try to be the best you, you can be while, you, while you know, you're here and try to feel things and just experience things, you know. Um, I think that I think the best part of life is just being able to embrace emotions and feel them and and just get everything out of life it has to offer. You know what I mean? Materials can only do so much. Money can, can only do so much. But I think feelings are the things that, you know, transpire the most. I think that, you know, you may forget everything about the situation. You may forget how much money you spent today. You may forget how much whatever. But you would never forget how a time or a place made you feel. And I think that, you know, feeling every single day is the most important thing um, for all of us. You know, making make sure that every day you wake up and you feel just feel and don't, you know, block out things and just allow yourself to feel. Um, you know, I know a lot of people think that I don't feel because, like, crying is something I do often. Like, I don't really cry too much and stuff like that, but I feel. I think that, for one, I appreciate my alone space, my, like, alone time so much that it gives me a real opportunity to feel. I probably feel um, throughout my whole life. I've felt more than others just because I'm usually always alone. I'm my only child, never had brothers and sisters, 
you know, even I have a roommate, but I spend most of my time in my room alone, like just with my own thoughts. So I feel like I feel a lot and like think about a lot of things. Um, even though I'm not the biggest like crier or like emotional person, I don't really do that too often. Um, but still, I think I still allow myself time to feel. Um, I need to feel more, you know. Um, there are certain things in life I haven't felt yet, you know. And I was having a conversation with a lady friend of mine yesterday. Um, we were talking about, she was like, man, I feel like the world is ending. I was like, why? Like, I feel like more people are dying. I'm like, I don't think more people are dying. I just think as you get older, you become more sensitive to it. For one, I'm pretty sure everybody is out there has had a situation in life that could have went very left that, you know, by the grace of God, it just wasn't their time yet. And they walked away from it and, you know, they good. Like, what, what, what else could have been a car crash? Like, I had a car crash, could have went left. You know, I've had mad situations in life that could have went very left, but... Hey, God willing, it wasn't my time yet, and 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 I hope it's not that for a very very long time in the future. Um, but also, I think as you get older, you realize that, like, you realize how much you haven't felt yet, and then you when you hear people like, for instance, you know, when you was a kid and you heard uh, Tupac died at twenty five, when you were 14, 25 felt like a hundred years away. Then you turn twenty five. And you realize how much of life you haven't experienced yet. You know, I remember growing up when I was 18, I was like, man, by 25, I want to be married. I want to, you know, be a platinum selling rapper. And I want to be all this and that. And you turn 25 and you ain't none of that. And you realize, like, how much of an adult you aren't at 25. But when you're 14, a 25-year-old seems like a fucking 50-year-old. You know, and then you realize how much of life you still haven't felt. And it's like, wow, like, damn, that's not that old. And then it touches you different when you hear... Oh, somebody died at 21. Somebody died at, you know, 25. Somebody died at 30. Somebody died at 13. Like, Jeezy. Like, it just touches you different as you get older and you realize how much of life you haven't experienced when you get to that age and you live past that age. Even someone like Kobe, he was only 41 years old. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, people enjoy Kobe, the basketball player. But, as like, I mean, as 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 a student of the game as, and, you know, as a fan of basketball, there's no way you cannot be a fan of Kobe, especially if you're talking about just what he meant to the game and just the skill work that he put in. But I was a much bigger fan of Kobe off the court. Like, you know, after he tore his Achilles and, 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 you know, he really started to show his personality more. You know, at first it seemed like he just kind of wasn't a human being. Like, he was just Kobe in, like, this insane mind-focused mind state, and he just, like, wasn't a human, you know. And then you kind of see, like, the Muse doc came and then he started doing more interviews and talking to more people and then retired and then was on this podcast, that podcast, and we started putting his mind out there. You saw him with his daughters. And I thought that was even cooler than anything he was doing in his playing career. I thought that, you know, the short four or five years that he was able to give us after he was done with basketball was bigger than things he did in basketball, in my humble opinion. I think it was. You know, even the way he was giving back to the game. Um, you know, it, I, I think that was the most impressive part of him being a, he was really like a, like the, like the Zordon of basketball, like the Oracle of basketball. You know, like you get all these stories from players, like yo, Kobe reached out to me or Kobe called me. You know, he's just giving back to the game in ways, and even you know, working with young girls, starting the Mamba Academy, giving back to the game, um, and giving knowledge. I think that the one thing that Kobe was never, uh, was never um, selfish with was his knowledge. You know, he never mind giving back knowledge. You know, to the world. And that stuff is going to be there forever. 
you know, obviously, you know, you got the weight of basketball stuff, and, you know, you got the championships and the memories. You can always go back and watch the games, but I'm talking about, you know, the mind and, like, the mind aspect. Like, these interviews and these quotes and these words and the, you know, mama mentality, that stuff is there forever. You know, anybody can go log online and, and tap into his mind state and take those skills and you'll supply them to life. It's really just about being focused, and if, you you know, you want it, then you're going to do what it takes to get it with, with you know, whatever that is. Uh, you can use a mama mentality with your relationship, um, with your job. With starting a business, because you know whatever you want to be great in and you want to leave a legacy in, just focus on it and hone in on it, and just make sure you work at it every single day. Um, and I think that again, but he's only forty-one. Like, so could you imagine what he could have done if he could have lived twenty more years and got to you know seventy-one, got to sixty-one, well, got to sixty-one, got to seventy-one, got to eighty-one. You know, hopefully, you know I can get to be forty, and then when I'm forty, I'm like, damn, Kobe only died at forty. Like, damn, like. So much of life he didn't get to experience. Like, he don't get to see his daughter graduate. Any of them, really. Yeah, any of them. I mean, Gigi was 13. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know, if, you know how old um, 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 Natalia is, but he didn't get to see her graduate from high school. Like, that's a moment that, you know, um, that's a feeling. You know, that's something that you don't even know what it feels like until you get there. That's something that he won't even get to experience, you know? So, I think that's why it feels like more people are dying or, you know, like death just is more sensitive to us because it's like, damn, we think about things and we see things like, yo, I want to feel that emotion. And it's like, you don't get a chance to do that. Um, and that's the unfortunate part. That's why I just say like every day you got to just feel, man, like I don't have a wife. I don't have kids. You know, there's so many things in life I haven't felt yet. You know, so many, like, like I even, you know, hopped on the last podcast talking about just being able to like, you know, I talk to my godmother. We actually have conversations now. You know, it used to be I would call like, yo, hey, how you doing? You good? All right, cool. Grandma good? All right, cool. Talk to y'all later. And that's the extent of the conversation we had. You know, even growing up, we didn't really talk about much. I don't think we had much in common. Like, you know, with me and my, I don't think the people that raised me don't have too much in common with me. It's like my life is not like their life. Now, obviously, um, as we get older, we can bond over certain things because, again, all all adults have certain type of responsibilities. For instance, taxes. You know, like, everybody got to pay taxes. So that's even a conversation I can have with my godmother. Like, yo, I got to pay taxes. Like, yo, what's your advice on this? What should I do? You know, even yesterday I called my dad about my car. Like, yo, man, my car is, like, tripping out. Like, what should I do? That's a very adult conversation that I can have with him. You know, so even though I didn't maybe have certain things in common with him when I was 18, 21, 22, 23, me being a 28-year-old man, I have more in common. I have more in common with you know my sixty year old dad that I would have had with my you know fifty five year old dad when I was twenty three, just because I have I'm a, I'm a you know I'm I'm an adult. I have more adult responsibilities now, you know. And these are all things that um, if you don't make it to, you don't get to have these conversations and have these discussions. I think that's the beautiful part about life. It's like you know every day you continue to grow and you continue to learn, and. Um, yeah, I mean, seriously, like, don't take every day you wake up for granted. Like, I know, I I know, no, it's like, I know how cliche it is, bro. It's super, super cliche. Everybody says it's all, oh, like, every day, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think waking up on a day and you're hearing Kobe Bryant passed away, it's like, whoa. You know, Kobe is somebody who you expected, again, to be here for a very, very long time. Like, um, got to drink some water for a second, so excuse me. Um, don't take this the wrong way, but like Lamar Oldham's post, when Lamar said, I wish it could have been me instead of Kobe. You know, when Lamar was going through his struggles and was doing what he was doing, obviously it would have been sad regardless because you don't ever want to see anybody pass away. But if you got the news, like, oh, you know, Lamar Oldham, something happened to him, 
you wouldn't have been shocked. You, you know, you, you'd have been saddened because you remember him, and that's a life loss. And, you know, you have memories with Lamar. And you don't want to see anybody pass away early. You don't want to see anybody pass away in general, but especially not before they get to, you know, live, really, really live life. Um, but you wouldn't have been shocked just because, you know, when you do certain things, like you put yourself in jeopardy of losing your life. But for Kobe, it's like, man, he was raising his family, being a, you know, a good dad, you know, running his businesses, you know, not doing things that you would assume would put you in jeopardy to, you know, lose your life. Um, and he could sting and you could still lose your life. You know, so seriously, like every day you wake up, be thankful. You you didn't have to wake up today. You know, people think the next day is, you know, so for granted and, and they got all these plans that they want to do. And like I said, the thing about plans is plans always change. Like you can make all the plans you want, but I mean, who knows if, if you're going to get to do them. You know, like I, again, I plan to be, you know, famous when I was 25. Didn't exactly happen. I plan to be platinum when I was 25. Didn't exactly happen. When I was 14, I wanted to be married with kids when I was 25. Definitely didn't happen. Think about plans as they always change. You got to adjust. Um, so, yeah, do, man, man, just make sure that every day you wake up, man, you, you know, you're really, really thankful for it. And, like, again, like, I know that, like I said, bro, we're not going to think about that every single day. It's a very sobering thing to think about. Nobody wants to think about, oh, man, like, I could die today. Like, like nobody wants to think about that when they wake up. Like, when you leave, it's, it's too much It's too much on your heart. It's too much on your mind. It's too much anxiety. That's how you stretch yourself out, you know. But just don't lose sight of that, man. And just be thankful, you know. Like, it could always be worse, bro. Like, even in the worst situation, it could always be worse, you know. Um, I mean, when, 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 my, when, when my mom passed away, I think the one thing I was telling myself was, hey, it could always be worse. You know, at least I got... You know, certain people that still here, you know, at least my dad's still here, my godmother's still here, my grandma's still here, I got family members still here, and I'm also only going to have to go through this once. So let me feel the experience, let me take it all in, you know, let me do things I don't want to do, you know, um, because and let me just realize that I'm only going to have to do this once. This is only going to happen once. Now, other people may pass away, you know, other things may happen to me that I don't want to deal with, but this situation is only going to happen once. So let me just, you know... Take it all in and, and you know, deal with it as best I can and just allow myself to feel and not block out, you know, um, all these emotions. So, um, I guess for the rest of the week and for the rest of forever, you know, if you, if you, you know, if you hear this, just allow yourself to feel, um, feel every day. Um, I guess don't shy away from experiences. And I think that that's. That's the best way to live life to the fullest and just appreciate every day. You know, I think people have different ideas of that. I'm, I'm going to spend all my money today. I'm going to do all this. Like, nah, I think it's just about feeling, bro. It just feel. I think that that's the key. To, that's the best part of our life is having experiences and just allowing yourself to feel. And and I think that's how you become at peace. It's when you felt enough. Like, man, I've, I'm like allowing myself to feel and I felt and you know, I was even talking to my grandma about, you know, mortality and being old um, the other day. And she was like, man, I've lived a long life. I'm 89. You know, at this point, I just, you know, try to be thankful for every day. And, and just, you know, people say, oh, you you know, you, you're going to be 90 this year. And she's like, I don't know if I'm going to be 90. Like, I may pass away today be, before I turn 90. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be 90, you know. But I guess as long as she allows us up to feel and just wake up every day and just be thankful and just, you know, I guess you become okay with it, I guess. I don't know. You know, I'm not there yet, so I don't know. Um, but 
again, like I like I like I said, I don't I don't want to keep repeating the same thing and saying too much, but just allow yourself to feel, and I think that that's the biggest service you can do to yourself. It's not blocking out things, it's just allowing yourself to feel, and I think that that's why it hurts so much. You know, when you hear about people passing away, especially people who aren't that much older than you. Or when you get to a certain age and realize that you've, that you've outlived people because you realize just how much they haven't felt, you know. Um, so, yeah, I guess Pavers explained, and um, talk to you guys next time.